So I actually wrap up my work by 10 or 11 a.m. every morning and then have the rest of my day free just because I've looked for little pockets of time to make sure I'm getting small things done. And I'm strategic about what I'm working on inside of my businesses and how I'm maintaining what I'm doing in my businesses. Hey, CEOs, welcome back to the CEO Wing Woman Show. I'm your host, Christy Bowie, and today I'm talking with KM Robinson. She is a social media educator who helps entrepreneurs build profitable businesses through smart social media marketing with easy content creation. She's been spotlighted by Facebook, CBS News, NBC News, Business News, and I literally could go on and on. She specializes in live streaming, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok growth. She's the founder of Livestream Action Plan, Social Time Saver, and IG Reels for Business. Oh, and by the way, she's also a best-selling fiction author. So welcome to the show. Hi, thanks so much for having me. I am so excited to get started talking with you. So I think the first question that is going through my mind and probably everybody else's mind when I just read that intro is literally how. How do you do it all? I am really good at managing my time. And so I started small and I built up and now I run multiple businesses entirely by myself, but I look for specific things within how I'm structuring my workday to make sure I'm efficient at what I'm doing. So I actually wrap up my work by 10 or 11 AM every morning and then have the rest of my day free just because I've looked for little pockets of time to make sure I'm getting small things done. And I'm strategic about what I'm working on inside of my businesses and how I'm maintaining what I'm doing in my businesses. I love that. That is so key. Just finding all the efficiencies and the ways that we're truly wasting time. So can you give us a little bit of insight in how you do this, what your structure looks like and how you even got started? Yeah. One of the things I do is make sure that I'm focused on one area of one of my businesses at once. Now, because I run multiple businesses, I have to every single day have my hand at least a little bit in each of these businesses. So as I am creating big projects inside of my businesses, I'm focusing on one big project. If I'm working on a course or if I'm writing a novel, I'm focused on that one project. And then the rest of my time that day, I'm doing little things to maintain the other business. So I'm not actively doing everything every single day. Inside of my businesses, I have systems and structures and automations, and I am using those to create passive income while I'm running my business. So I've got money coming in from all sides and all places. And while I'm doing that, then I can focus my time and effort for the majority of my day on, let's say, writing a novel, and then an hour or so maintaining my other business, being on social media, creating content, being active and engaged with my audience. But I'm not overwhelming or overstimulating myself by trying to do everything at once. And so as I'm structuring my my day, I'm focused more heavily on one business or the other. And then I'm using little pockets of time. It's one of the, my favorite things to talk about because I have so many little gaps while I'm waiting for a video to save, or I am standing in line at the grocery store that I could be leveraging to use that inside of my business. That way, if I am spending time in the grocery store, managing my social media and responding to comments, I don't have to do that later. That gives me time back later on. So I'm looking for small little places where I can cut out extra work and extra time and extra effort so that I can use them for my business right now. So I have more time later on. I think that is so smart. I literally just a couple of days ago said to someone, my toxic trait is that if I have a meeting in 
15 minutes, I will literally sit there and wait for the meeting to start because I just have so much trouble, like shifting my brain to like fully focus on one thing and then shift over to the other. Do you have any tips for that? Well, let me tell you, there was a time last year or the year before where I figured out just how much time I was actually wasting in a day. I have a lot of live streams that I do and a lot of videos that I create. And to create these videos and these live streams, I have to turn on my ring lights. I have to have that visual there so people can see me. And so I was calculating just how much time I actually took to stand up and turn off the room lights, walk over to the ring lights, turn them on and sit back down every single week. And every single week, I spent a full hour of my time standing up and changing the lights. And so in an effort to reclaim that time, I rigged up my lights to a little clicker. Now I do not have to stand up and go to turn on my lights. That gives me an hour back inside of my schedule. Knowing that I wasted an hour every single week standing up to turn on lights was a total game changer for me because I could make really good money in that hour. And so I didn't want to do that. So now I'm looking actively for ways that I can cut out time, like standing up and walking over to those lighting systems because we have meetings and we sometimes show up early to these meetings. I will sit there and I'll jump on my social media and answer a couple of questions, or I'll go through and look at what photos I'm going to be posting next, or I'll create a little video directly on my phone. I actively seek small times when I'm not doing anything that's productive or profitable to work tiny bits of work into that so that I can reclaim the rest of that time later. The best thing that you can do is audit your day. Pay attention for about a week. I want you to write down times that you do everything. Every single day, write down a list of what you're doing and how much time you're spending doing it. Now, where can you tighten things up? Where do you have those gap times? What can you reevaluate or restructure? Can you change the flow of your day so that you're not wasting time going from one activity to the next, but just flow from one to the other and then get all of that time back later on? If you do that assessment of your day, you're really going to find where you're kind of laxing in what you're doing and where you could be taking advantage of it so that you can go hang out with your family or you can go to a movie or you can go to dinner or you can go do fun things or make more money inside of your business. And the second you realize that it completely shifts what you're doing so that you have that profitable mindset with it. I love that. And that phrase you used something that is not productive and profitable. I mean, that is a motto that every business owner should really live by and thinking about is this thing I'm doing right now productive and profitable? And when you bring up the audit of your day, that is absolutely so important. That's also something that I recommend clients do, not just to figure out where they need to leverage time in their day, but also to figure out who else could be doing these things for you. If you are simply doing repeatable tasks, I know you said you set up systems and automation. That is one of my favorite because if you have systems and automation, you are not worrying about an employee, which I know is a huge stressor for a lot of business owners. Mm -hmm. But then also the second step is, okay, if we can't use systems and automation, then which tasks in these audits of our day are just simplified, repeatable tasks that we can be passing off to someone else. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm a huge fan of creating automations inside of your business. There's anything that you do on the daily or on the weekly that you can turn into an automation. I would rather see people spend an hour or two hours setting up an automation and then reclaiming three or four hours every single week for the rest of your business. If you can do the heavy lifting once, 
it is so much more valuable to an entrepreneur to do the heavy lifting ones. I know it's not fun. I know it's not glamorous, but getting that out of the way allows you that much more freedom. And then if it's not something you're capable of doing, you don't have a system to do, or you don't want to pay for the technology to do it, you can hire somebody. You can bring somebody into your team and train them to do it so that you don't have to spend that time and effort repeating things again and again and again when you could just do the heavy lifting once and hand it off to an automation or to a person. That's exactly right. And I love that you say, you know, you have to do the heavy lifting now. It's so easy to just be kind of go, go, go as a business owner and say, I need to get this done today. I'm just going to kind of do the shortcut method and get it done. But the best thing that you can do is be thinking about your future self and documenting the processes you take so that if you do need to pass it off to someone in the future, you know, that 30 extra minutes that you spent documenting what you did really allows you to have that opportunity to automate it or to pass it off to someone instead of getting to the place where you want to hand off that work. And you're like, oh, wait, I don't even remember what I did, or I don't even know how to train this person anymore. Just understanding that having a dedicated time now to further your future self is just so important. So I know you mentioned, you know, systems and automation. What are some of the ways that you do implement these systems and automations? And is there technology? Do you find someone? I don't even know where to start. Where do we go? I love technology. I grew up as a technology girl. So I love any program that allows me to automate things and create systems and structures. And it's easy to learn how to do these things. A lot of people get overwhelmed by technology. They feel like they can't do it or they're not going to understand it. But the truth is you can Google anything. There's a YouTube tutorial for anything. So you could hire somebody to teach you. You could hire somebody to set it up for you, or you could take a couple of minutes and learn how to do it yourself. And then you'll always be able to manage and navigate what you're doing on your own without having to pay extra people. So I highly recommend instead of doing every little bit of it on your own, you are looking for programs that are created specifically to do that task. If you can do things that overlap, that's going to be even better. So you want to make sure you're looking for cost-effective things, things that could potentially deal with more than one area all within the confines of one program, but it's okay to have different things cross over. So I work with a lot of different programs from things like my newsletter, where I am able to send out a weekly newsletter to my audience, but I also have it set up to when people join, send out a series of emails. These are welcome emails where they're getting freebies and lots of extra good things, and then getting them prepared for the weekly newsletters. Once I set that up, I don't have to touch it again unless I need to update it with a new freebie or update the language in it. I also use things like checkout cards. My checkout card is really cool because I can set up my products. I can rig it up to something like my newsletter system so people can opt in that way. And so when they go to buy something, they'll get those emails sent directly to them. There's even a funnel system inside of my checkout cart that says, hey, you bought this, you might also like this. And they can go through a series of upsells or downsells so that I can make more money off of those purchases that people are making inside of my sales cart. So I'm looking for things like sales carts and newsletters. I am looking for things like messenger bots. Right now, it's really valuable on Facebook and on Instagram to be using messenger bots because when people message you, you may be sleeping. You may be on vacation. You might be making dinner and you don't want to have to answer the same five questions again and again and again. 
So I use a messenger bot system that I treat as my bot assistant. I'm very clear that it's my bot assistant. It's not a real person. It's not me. Here is my bot assistant. How can they assist you? Are you looking to ask a question? Are you looking for my freebie? Are you looking for this, that, or the other thing? And they can click a button and they have the ability to go through that funnel to get the answers they need. And if they don't find them within the bot that I have set up in just a couple of minutes, they then have the ability to reach out directly to me. My bot program will come and get me. So I'm looking for anything that's going to save me time and effort every single week where I don't have to give out my freebies, where I don't have to answer frequently asked questions, where I can even rig things up directly inside of something like Instagram with a keyword. So if somebody asks me a question, I just have to type in a one or two word keyword and it auto populates an answer that I've already created. So anything small and easy to do is going to save me time and effort. And I highly recommend people are looking into those and integrating them into their business life. I love that. That is just really mind blowing to hear all of the ways that you are able to be so efficient with your time. And when we think about the things that have really been important in the world of, you know, customer service lately, being super attentive to the people who reach out to you, all those things like that, having a good business, if you are the one doing all of that, that really limits your time. So I love that you are able to hold on to the things that clients really want, you know, the, the high touch service, making sure that people always feel taken care of, but it's not taking from your time. That's so incredible. And I love to hear it. I also kind of want to touch on you mentioning that you do things like scheduling your, your email, your newsletter. That is something that I have found has been the most beneficial thing for me. I sit down once um, at the first of the month and looks like I have to do it soon, but I sit down and I, all of my, you know, my static Instagram posts, my, um, if I have scheduled reels that I like want a certain day, if I have my newsletter, I will sit down and schedule all of that out. And I have found that that really helps me not have to switch my brain back and forth between, okay, now I'm doing a newsletter. Oh, now I'm doing a tax projection for a client. Like those could not be any more different in the way that I have to approach my brain capacity. And so having that capability to schedule all of those things out so that I can do it when I'm ready, I think I used to think that people literally like typed and sent newsletters before I was an entrepreneur. I was like, oh, they're up at this time and they're sending that newsletter. But I think that's just so super important. What ways do you kind of schedule your day so that you can then schedule out these things in the future? What does your system for creating and scheduling look like? Well, you're right. I love batch creation because we're in the right mindset at the right time. Because I create a lot of content, I have to be in the correct mindset and not bouncing all over in my day. So when I'm filming videos, I am filming videos. I'll create my list of scripts. I know exactly what I'm going to be filming. I turn on my lights once. I do my hair and makeup once. I have all the outfits I need ready to go sitting there so that I can just swap them out quickly. And I will in succession create all of these videos for a day, for a week for a month, for however long I need to be creating my videos. So then I'm in the right mindset because we know, especially when it comes to video creation, it takes a minute to get your brain into it. Your tongue's gonna trip over words. You're gonna have a little bit of stress with this, but once you get into it, it becomes very easy. If I had to create a video and then stop and then create another video and then stop, there's a lot of going into and going out of that process. If you do it all at once, you're already intact with what you're going to be saying. You know exactly what you're going to be doing and you're in that system. So it saves a lot of time and effort. Now I create 
within my systems and my strategies, I create in batches, but in batches within the batches. So for video creation, I'm scripting everything. It's not one script and then do something else. And then another script, I script everything. Then I film everything. Then I edit everything. Then I get everything ready to go on social media. I do it in those groups. So for my day, I am a very early morning creative person. I love to be up before the sun. I love to get things done. I told you I get done with my day by like 11 or 10 AM. And so with that in mind, I'm up early. I am doing things very creative first thing. That's when my brain is engaged. So if I'm writing things, if I'm scripting things, if I'm going to be working on books, I am going to be doing my creative work early in the morning. After that, I can do things more like the design work inside of my business. I can do things that require me to sit and be a little more relaxed. After that, I can do things that I don't really have to have my brain fully engaged on, where I can also be multitasking and listening to a business podcast or learning what I'm doing inside of something else while I'm designing something in Photoshop or while I am going through thumbnails or something that doesn't require a ton of work. So with me, I am doing the heavy lifting of my day in the mornings. That then frees up my afternoons and my evenings to do other things that don't require as much work. Some people will start their day by regrouping and getting themselves centered. I do that in the evenings after my day has been done because I am most creative in the morning. And that way I can get as much done as possible. And then before my week starts, I kind of know what's happening happening on each day. So I know which big projects I'm working on throughout the course of the week. I love that you just explained it in ways that that's how your brain works. Like your schedule is literally created based off of your brain, which has been so monumental for me to learn and figure out because I am not an early morning person. And I was constantly told, you know, entrepreneurs get up at 5am and if they don't hustle or wake up at that time, they don't want it bad enough you know what? My ideal working situation is like 11 PM, like lights out, everything's dark. I have a candle, me and my computer, like that's when I am grinding. And so learning that that is okay to structure my schedule. And, you know, if I am taking a walk at nine in the morning and haven't started work yet, I used to feel so guilty, but really learning that my schedule is around what works best for me and not what works best for anybody else or what the world tells me I need to do has just been so imperative for you. How did you come to discover what worked best for you? Was it just trial and error or how do you know that the creative things are are best first in the day? You know, back when I was in college a decade and a half ago, it was a very loud and boisterous environment. And I don't do well when things are really loud and really distracting for me. So when I was in college, I used to go to bed and try to sleep through the noise. And then I would wake up at 4 a.m. to do my work. That's when I was able to get my homework done. I was able to work in quiet. And I found that that functioned really well for me. I have always been a morning person. Even when I was a kid, I would get up to play really early before the sun because that's how I functioned. So growing up, I always knew I was a morning person. And by 6 p.m., I don't want to deal with the world. I just want to be by myself. So I knew that with my workday, the earlier I could start, the better. I would prefer to get up and go to the store 
the minute that they open rather than when it's going to be super crowded by people. So as I started to do this inside of my business life, I learned I became very creative first thing in the morning. I would wake up and have ideas in my head. I would be excited for the day and what I was able to do. I was thrilled to be able to work before anybody else in the area got up and distracted me and got in my space before I had people DMing me and emailing me. And so I learned very quickly that I worked best in the morning. And then as that progressed, I learned I was my most creative in the morning as well. And then I was able to shift my schedule because at one point, I knew I could work well in the morning, but I was doing the wrong work for me in the morning. I tried to do that creative work later in the day, and that just didn't function as well. So as you progress with learning what works best for you, you're just going to have to try to swap things around a little bit and find out what your most productive time is for the different things that you're doing. I love that. That is so, so helpful. When you start to look at your day and you say, okay, what am I doing today? Is that just kind of like a mental, you know, what needs to be done or how do you keep up with what things you are going to do, which days, especially you said you're working on three different businesses. So maybe creative is in the morning, but, but which business creative, what creative thing, how does, how do you assign those? So I really look at what my priorities are going to be when it comes to figuring out which big projects that I'm working on. There was a very long period of time, really until the last year or so, where I could do everything mentally. I knew everything I had to do and I could arrange it really well. I am at the point where I'm just getting older and I'm doing a lot of things and I really do need to write things down. So I like to make a list. I'll keep a list on my phone. My phone is connected to my computer so I can see this list on both locations. And I'll write down the things I need to do during the day, the things I need to do during the week. And then I have a color-coded digital calendar and I have any big things that I need to do on there. So this interview was listed on that calendar and color-coded. Any of the big projects I need to do are listed on that calendar and color-coded. The smaller things I need to achieve during the day typically sit on a note on my phone and my computer, and then I can check things off or cross things off as I go through that. My priority is going to be focused on one business or another. So I know I have big projects to do going forward in all of my businesses. I pay close attention to them. And if I have specific deadlines for them, that becomes the priority. The other businesses move to the side. Extra time in my day goes toward the other businesses. I always allot a little bit of time to manage social media and to be present with my audiences. But outside of that, I do not have to do anything aside from that big project. I am actually as well, a huge advocate of the digital planner. If you are an entrepreneur, you know, you can plan the world and it does not go according to plan. The thing I love about the digital planner was I could literally take something that was there. And instead of just being like, oh, well, that didn't happen. I saw it and I could physically move it on my planner. And for me, having that visual of like, okay, this thing didn't happen, but it doesn't mean we're just going to continue about our day. We are going to find a new place for that thing to go. For me, that was a game changer. I am such a visual person, which people are so surprised because I work with like numbers all the time, but really like a picture an image is what makes me feel accountable to doing what I have to do. And so figuring out those things for you personally, like what motivates me, what makes me see what my day needs to look like. And also very similarly to you, I have on my digital planner, all of my things. And then at the bottom is all the tasks I need to accomplish that week with little check marks, of course, because like the joy of checking something off a to-do list is truly unmatched um, if you are anything like me. So I have all those tasks at the bottom. And then same thing, if they don't get done that week, 
I copy it, I paste it and I move it to the next page to make sure that I don't forget those things. But I love hearing that other people are exactly the same and figuring out, you know, the same things I have, because that is such a journey to figure out how you are going to structure your day. There are so many options that you could be doing at any one given time, but what makes the most sense for you at a given time is the most important thing. So when you evaluate this, I know you said you look in terms of priorities. Is that on a weekly basis? Is that on a monthly basis? How often do you sit down and say, let's plan out what we're going to do? I typically like to be aware of any big, massive projects I'm doing on a quarterly basis. I like to understand what my year is going to look like in terms of big, massive projects. Then I like to understand what my quarter is going to look like. And those are just more abstract informational pieces that I need just to be able to move forward to know once I get through this section, this is my ultimate end goal for this year. Without that being something that's going to cloud my judgment, I then look at my monthly, any big projects I need, I'll make sure I list those out, make sure I structure them into my systems, but I focus more strongly on my weekly goals. The things I need to do on a weekly basis, I am paying very close attention to, and I look at them every single week. Now, every single day, at the end of the day, I'll take a look at what I've done. If there's anything I need to bump to the next day, I can do that, but I'm prepared for the next day. So I'll look at the daily look of my day, that made no sense. I will look at what I do inside of my day every single day and I'll adjust from there. But I focus more on that week. What do I need to accomplish this week? Can I get these things done today? If I get these things done early, can I take something from tomorrow and do it today so I free up a little more time? I will always look for those pockets of time to get things done in advance. So if I have the ability to do something further out in my week today, I'll get that in too, but my priority is going to be what I need to get done today. So I look on that weekly basis for the majority of what I'm doing. I'll structure my day daily every single day. And that's not something I look too far ahead of, but then I also have those goals for monthly, quarterly, and annually as well. Yeah. And I think that's so important that you are looking that far out for everybody. It's just so easy to say, okay, what do I need to do today? But thinking about long-term, what are these little steps I can be taking throughout this week or this month or this quarter to really get me to that yearly goal is such a better way to think about it than saying, all right, what fire are we going to put out today? Because I've personally been there and that is an alarming way to live to say the least. (laughs) Really, you know, you talked about how most of the time you are done with your day by 10 or 11, which is incredible. So I want you to talk about really how that's impacted your personal life as a business owner, being able to be this flexible and being able to have that boundary of like where, where work ends and where I get to live my personal life. You know, it's really nice because it didn't start out this way. I definitely did the hustle. I definitely put in a ton of time and effort. And when I learned that I could restructure my day to take a lot of the heavy lifting off me, it was a total game changer for me. Now I have the ability to run multiple businesses entirely by myself without anybody helping me, without anybody working inside of my business and to be able to relax. I can travel when I want. I can do the things that I want. When I want to go shopping with my sister, I can. So I have been able to repurpose what I'm doing and really restructure it so that I have that freedom so that I can then make more money. If I have created my businesses so that I have a steady flow of income from multiple revenue streams, whether or not my hands are on that business, that gives me the freedom to then do fun things, but also to have the availability to create more money and more business opportunities inside of what I do. And isn't that the entrepreneurial dream? 
basically, I think that a situation a lot of us find ourselves in is seeing this idolization of people who say, I own my own business and now I can go do whatever I want and I can travel and I can do all those things. But then you get into it and you're like, no, wait, I, I can't, I actually can't step away. Um, I can't breathe for five seconds without thinking about my business. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that place. And so it's so good to hear from someone who said, you know, I I was there. A lot of us go through the hustle. There is a level of dedication and focus that you do have to put on your business to grow it. But to hear that people have made it out the other side and actually do have that dream that was almost promised to entrepreneurs is just such a good thing to feel. So can you give us a timeline of, you know, how long that took you, what that process was, and basically a light at the end of the tunnel for people who are going through the hustle phase? I think it really depends on when you learn how to create systems and structures inside of your business. For me, it took a while. I started my first business at 14 years old. So I've been in this game for two decades and I had to learn a lot about what business was. And it wasn't until I understood that I could automate things that I could actually create profit on a consistent basis and be able to walk away. This is something that is relatively new in terms of my two-decade career. This is not something I learned right away. And if you can learn it faster than me, you can get there a lot faster than me. But it definitely took a good five or six years before I started really understanding how to create passive income inside of my businesses, how to be able to sell those different products and services without having to be there and be high touch on everything. And I had to learn it was okay for me to let go of some of that and to hand that off to my systems and automations. So for me, it was a little bit of a learning curve where you had to learn that this was something you could do, then learn how to do it, then learn how to leverage it and be okay stepping back. Like you said, there's the learning curve, but then there's also what I would say, and I'm on the same page with you. There's the trusting curve. There's the trusting that it's being taken care of. And for so many entrepreneurs, their business is literally their baby. It is something that they are terrified to let go of, give up any control of. But as you just shared, there comes a point in time when you have to give up some level of control in order for you to have scalability. If you want to grow a business past a point that is limited by your time, which is a fixed resource, you are going to have to leverage systems, employees, whatever it takes for you to grow that business, because no matter how much you want to constantly be there and be high touch, you are hurting and limiting yourself. If you are basing the profit you can make based off of your time, and there's no other way to really scale or continue to grow. I really appreciate you for sharing your perspective. I think that's the perfect place for us to go ahead and wrap up today. But I just want you to share with our audience, if people are looking to connect with you, they want to get your freebies, where can they find you? You can hang out with me at kmrobinson.com where we will have links out to live stream action plan, to social time saver, to IG reels for business, to all the things that you need to connect with me. You can also come over to youtube.com slash kmrobinson where I drop free daily videos to help you level up on social media and growing your online business. You can hang out with me at KM Robinson Life on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, and you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Perfect. And all of those will be linked in the show notes as well. So if you guys are looking for just a quick link to find that, you know where to find it. Thanks so much for being on our show and CEOs, we'll see you next week. 